My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? It's your man, Tay Sway, here once again And you know I got my guy, E What's good, E? What's good, what's good? Let's yeah. dive in, bro Yes, got sir the good stuff for him you know it, you know it. Now, of course, when you see E, you already know what we're about to talk about. We're going into some money topics, all right? So it's another Money Monday, and we're going to go into some things that we use and things that we, I guess you say, navigate the spaces we navigate and how we navigate those spaces. That's what we're going to be talking about today and really just kind of giving you in-depth content on what we do in particular situations when it comes to being swayed, right? A lot of people have to... <laughs> tendency to be swayed in their decisions when it comes to investing trading flipping homes mm -hmm. whatever it may be you all get tricked out of your positions because you're swayed right so we're gonna talk about that today e i know you have seen it maybe even as beginners you know we we've mm -hmm. even fallen into it as well hearing some news hearing somebody just talk crap about something and thinking oh maybe i should get on i should get on out of this trade because oh, yeah. uh if they talking bad about it, then it's probably going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right about that, bro. I think a lot of times it's you, you got to – it's about knowing the source of your information. Absolutely. Right? And where you hearing your information from, what special interest do they have in you? Mm -hmm. Like, why are they really trying to make sure you get this information mm -hmm. as opposed to letting it be something that you just find out on your own? Um, I know it happens in the stock market. It definitely happens in real estate. A lot of times there's that, that fear mongering, mm -hmm. right? You know, we got to tell you the bad news, get you all worked up, you know, kind of get, get those people rattled, see what happens. And then a lot of times people, they, 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 they can't handle it, right? right. Absolutely. You know, and again, it's your risk tolerance. Some people, they just don't like that. So go ahead, get them out the way, make room for me. Mm -hmm. That's how Absolutely. a lot of people work. So, you know, it's, some people like being less crowded rooms, a little more, <laughs> a little more ability to spread out. Um, right. But no, you mentioned it, you know, early, early on, I think for me, and specifically speaking about real estate, mm -hmm. people would always tell you, um, you don't want to jump in, you know, you don't know enough, mm -hmm. you don't have all this knowledge. And, and, and there is some, some understanding that you need right. to have before you dive into anything. But people would really try to like just overemphasize how like you have to be a master before you start, and I'm like, that, that's not that's not true. Hold on, like why right. are you trying to you trying to make me do 20 years of studying before I buy a piece of property? Mm -hmm. um, and then people also try to you know scare you out of the market, like hey, you know, a dip is coming. Right. You know, dip is always coming. Always. It's always coming. Like, what do you right. mean? You know, dip is coming. You know, mm -hmm. you might want to do that. You might want to. You might want to understand. You know, don't don't get in too heavy. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think, you know, for us, it's, it's, again, trusting where your information comes from. You know, a lot of folks, um, the first people you hear and the people that scream the loudest aren't always trying to help you. So you just got to know that. You just got to know that. Absolutely. I agree, man. And, and, you know, for me, it has been just that is, one, finding out a true source of information that I can rely on, one, and two, weighing it against my analysis. And that's what the very important part no, that's true. that everybody <laughs> listening needs to know. What is your analysis first? Your analysis comes before anybody else's opinion or analysis because it's your money, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It's your money and it's your decision that you're making to either press the button to say buy or sign the contracts mm -hmm. to buy the real estate, whatever they may be, it's your decision first. So if you're going to put that money in and push that button or sign that contract, 
then you have to rely on your analysis and no one else's. And that's usually like the biggest, probably the biggest thing that I see newbie traders, newbie investors go wrong and potentially, potentially even lose money because they're listening to so many news outlets, CNBC this, you know, CNN there and da da da. And before you know it, they get tricked out of their positions, not because, you know, they were wrong, not because they are stupid, whatever it may be. It was because they were right on point and then they listened to someone else tell them something different, right? Mm -hmm. That was just it. So definitely for me, one of the things that I do on the stock side, so of course I give you the stock side, he's going to be, you know, real estate development. On the stock side of things, what I like to do is focus on the charts, the charts and charts. I literally just talked to one of my STB students about this. I said, yeah. hey, you know, they asked me a question about like, you know, uh, hey, what 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 about earnings, right? For people who want to, you know, get into stocks, they say, hey, should we play earnings? We have earnings coming up and I think it's going to be a good earnings. This yeah. is the worst fucking thing you can do. <laughs> Let me just say that. It's the worst thing you can do when it comes to trading stocks is go on earnings. Hey, I think earnings is going to be good. Why do you think that? Well, you know. I have some Nestle stock and Nestle's been selling more chocolate and water than I, I can imagine. <laughs> right. I, I just see Nestle water. Everybody, everybody's drinking it now. So got to have good earnings. This go around. That's the worst analysis that you can do. Please don't do that. Okay. <laughs> especially when it comes to trading, don't trade earnings, especially if you're just looking or speculating on, I think they're going to do good or I think it's going to be bad based on the market conditions. You will lose, especially nowadays, because we're seeing markets mm -hmm. now where, hey, they had great earnings and the market still falls. <laughs> right? yep. Stock still falls. Uh, we saw Google. We saw um, Microsoft. They had not so good earnings. And guess what? Stock still went up. So this is the worst thing to do is try to play on earnings. Now, if you're in a stock, you're in a trade and, you know, hey, you already have it. And then earnings comes up. Fair game. Yeah. Because you got in based on something else, not that you were looking for earnings. So it's the worst thing to do. But what I'm always saying is look at those charts. Look at those fundamentals that you may be checking out for yourself. And it will tell you almost to the T what the news is going to be. Mm -hmm. Like right literally, if there's, you know, if I'm watching a chart and then it gives me a sales signal, like, oh, man, let me get out of there. Let me maybe let me go short. Let me sell it short. Usually. The news that comes out, what, 24 hours later, is bad news. And right there, boom, stock falls. And people are like, man, how did you catch that, Tay? It's like, the chart. Did, did, you mm -hmm. not, did you not see the sales signal on the chart? As a matter of fact, it was three of them. Because we look for three or more sales signals or three or more buy signals before we buy or sell. So if it's not three, then I'm not touching it. But if I have three or more, sometimes I may have up to 10. If I have three or more reasons on the chart, and or fundamentally saying, hey, this is a buy, I'll buy it. If it's three to ten, three to ten, yeah. reason saying sell it, I'll sell it or go short. So definitely, definitely, I would suggest following that, the charts, when it comes to stocks. Now, E, when it comes to real estate, mm -hmm. development, what are you seeing on that side of things? Well, I think, well, I, first, I, I, I love how you said it, you know, it's, it's place your analysis first. And so, again, you, you anything that you're investing in, you should be trying to gain an understanding because if not, you're just gambling with your money. Right. So mm -hmm. putting it out there for me, I think one thing that I really want to touch on, especially right now, because there's a lot of um, that fear creation yes. that's happening um, around real estate. 
you know, interest rates are going up. A lot of people don't understand the methodology behind why the Fed is increasing the rates right. and understanding it's a way to actually try to calm or combat what's happening in the inflationary space. And one of the main places that they look to do that in is in real estate, specifically mm -hmm. home ownership. Right. And, you know, raising interest rates is supposed to create less of a like hot buyer's market. And it allows the it allows the supply chain to catch up. Right. So houses are steadily getting built and people are willing to move and sell their houses, but they get bought up so quick. Um, and so now, you know, raising the rates supposed to calm that down a little bit does not mean that investing in real estate is not wise, <laughs> right. right? It does not mean that. It just means it's becoming more difficult so that it calms the rate at which people are buying things. Now, it's supposed to drive the supply up, which then would, you know, curb the cost. Yep. But in the meantime, until that's proven, don't just trust it. Right. You know, one of my favorite sayings is trust but verify. Right. Yes. So first you got to find sources of information that you trust. And even if you trust them, you still have to go and verify. Mm -hmm. And so Tay loves to talk about the charts and how he can read and understand the charts and the dynamics. For me, and most particularly, I always try to look at, let's see, the, the overall way that you assess a market. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you want to look at places that are, one, that have a, a good amount of public investment, right? So the government is actually putting money into that city, right? You have projects that are being announced. Mm -hmm. You have a city that seems to have some energy about it. And they have a good amount of, you know, economy that's driven by visitors, right? right? So again, either a city needs to be growing or it needs to have a lot of people that are coming to and from that city, you know, creating a vitality. Right. When Tay talks about trying to find those things and checking those boxes, the sweet spot is when you have a lot of people that are living, moving there, as well as having people that come there, right? Whether they're tourists, whether they're students, whatever it is, but it has that energy in both places. Those are places that are growing. Those are places that have a lot of energy. You're gonna have a very good uh, likelihood that any real estate investment is trending up. Right. I think the other thing you need to look at, and this is just kind of a term that a lot of people look at in real estate, is path of progression, mm -hmm. right? So Tay does charts, Tay finds channels, Tay can say, I can predict where this is going. And for real estate, it's very similar, right? You know, you can look at an area that's got a lot of a lot of indicators. Like I said, has a lot of energy, a lot of job growth, things that are going to drive and bring people there. So you can speculate with information that's out there, right? Mm -hmm. So companies are relocating. You hear a lot of uh, companies that are relocating their headquarters, moving specifically to the southeast, right? right? So you have a lot of influx. And so mm -hmm. people are announcing thousands of jobs, thousands of jobs, thousands of jobs. Mm -hmm. And what that means is those jobs don't appear like that, right? right. They don't come immediately. They're projected. So if you got a place that's projected to get 10,000, 20,000 jobs over the next five years, they're pulling people in. Mm -hmm. People are going to move there or there are people that are currently in jobs. They're going to look to move up and right and make better living. Absolutely. And that's going to still create a vacuum. Right. So you're still looking at new job growth. Those are areas that are prime for real estate investment because you're going to have people that need new homes as they move there. And you're also going to have people that have more income. So disposable income is a big piece of the commercial space. Definitely want to have more retail, more lifestyle type offerings and entertainment. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things you can do. There's research you can go out there, gather. And then, of course, there is news, mm -hmm. right? There's news. But usually you're hearing that news when they're saying, hey, this place is on fire. Hey, this is happening. Hey, this is happening. Now, real estate's a little bit slower moving, you know, right. than, the, than, than the stock market. So you can listen to the news and let that give you a, an additional indicator. But like most things, when you hear it on the news, you're hearing it too late. 
um, you know, and not necessarily saying it's too late as in you can't or shouldn't invest, but it's too late for you to maximize mm -hmm. the way you could. And so you should identify that, take the news into account. Mm -hmm. But now that's just part of your information that you're assessing as a whole. So Absolutely. I say in real estate, definitely understand what the indicators are. Start pinpointing things. Um, follow, follow the jobs. Right. Follow the energy. Follow the growth. Um, and don't wait for somebody to tell you, you know, do your own research. I mean, I spend a lot of my time understanding where cities and where governments are investing in themselves. Right. That's a that's a sign of growth. That's a sign of them betting on themselves. And in, in the industry, I know you watch this. Right. When, when are stocks? When are when are the people that sit in the C-suite doing buybacks? When are they buying stuff? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see. They know something. Absolutely. Right. They have a reason. Whatever price they're getting ready to pay for something today, they have a good feeling it's going to be worth more in the future. So, again, indicators are there. Understand what you're looking for. Do your own research. Make sure you make those assessments. And then don't be afraid to act. I think that's the other thing, Absolutely. too. you got to build confidence in what you're doing. And like you said, don't get swayed. Because they, they, will, they will talk you, boy. They will talk mm -hmm. you into a corner. Right and then you'll be like, your position. I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess you're right. This probably isn't a mm -hmm. good, you know, this probably isn't a good move. And the next thing you know, you know, it was bought by somebody who told you the exact same thing mm -hmm. not to buy. And, yep. and you're looking at like, you know, you're scratching your head wondering, well, what? <laughs> wait a minute. What happened? Yep. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and again, this is not just us talking. I mean, you could go back and find clips mm -hmm. uh, continuously of people saying, I don't think this is the right time for this. Absolutely. Don't buy this. And then, you know, you give it a couple months and it's took off, it's through the roof and they're all over it. They mm -hmm. own they own the stock when they were telling you it's not time yet. Yep. You know, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And and it's funny because, you know, we see it play out in life. But, you know, you the person who's listening right now, the individual who's listening, you could just literally go out and just do a simple Google search on, you know, contrarian views or. You know, because it's getting popular now. We, we're not the first ones telling y'all this. Yeah. For example, like they have a um, inverse Jim Cramer. Uh, I think it's a stock starting to come <laughs> on, like an ETF. But basically, whatever Jim Cramer says, for those of you all who trade stocks or you, you, mm -hmm. know, you watch CNBC, Jim Cramer, <laughs> he says something, the, the market goes opposite of him. So if he's like, man, we, we found a market bottom, people are like, hey, go short. <laughs> go, go short. Because we already know he's, he's full of shit. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just part of it. So once again, some people, a lot of people are starting to catch on to this thing. Now, I will actually give warning on this. Anytime you hit, you heard it here first. I don't think anybody else. I've never heard anybody say this. Anytime a huge amount of people start following one trend, whether it's the inverse or a contrarian mm -hmm. trend. So right now, let's just say if people are saying, hey, Jim Cramer, don't listen to, if he says it, go opposite of what he, he says. If he says buy Apple, sell Apple. If he says buy the market, mm -hmm. sell the market. Be careful because what ends up happening is they get everybody following this trend. Hey, mm -hmm. come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. Right? They put you in this barn and they set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> right? And what happens is, and I can almost guarantee you, what's going to happen is, because the majority of the market is now following the opposite trend of whatever Jim Cramer says, he's going to start saying stuff now and it's going to happen because he ain't no fool. Keep in mind, he's worth like a hundred million dollars and those are not just CNBC checks. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's because he used to, he was actually a hedge fund manager. He, he done, he's done this before. Right. And what I want you to know is that 
he's not stupid when it comes to the market and the people in the market following him or going against him. And if he knows eventually, and this is just one you know, person, but if he personally sees so many people are going opposite of him, he'll start saying shit that goes the right way. He'll start saying stuff like, hey, they're going to they gonna go against it anyway. Think about that. If I know majority of people are going to go against me and I have you programmed to go against whatever I say, then I can start saying the right stuff. And then you go against me and I can take your money. And it works perfectly because what? Think about this. Who wouldn't be motivated? Who wouldn't be motivated to say, oh, I got something for y'all. Y'all going to go against me <laughs> on everything I say? Oh, okay, I got something for y'all. And I'll just, I, honestly, I, being human, I'd probably do it. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'd probably do it. You doubt me enough. And I'm like, oh, okay, so everything I say, y'all going to go against it? Okay, cool. And I keep doing it, keep doing it. If I see the technicals are going up, I'd say, oh, my God, I think the market's still going to sell off and it'll rally. And then I see the next thing, oh, my God, I think the market's getting ready to fall and it'll rally some more. And then by the time I'm ready to take a bunch of people's money, <laughs> think about this. By the time I'm ready to take a bunch of people's money, I say, oh, I think the market's actually it's going to keep rallying, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. right? It's going to keep rallying. And then it actually keeps rallying. And most people sell short because it's rallied already. And then I buy and it just keeps going, right? So it's just little things like that, right? And when I say I would do it, I mean, as a human, human nature says if people doubt me, if people are, you know, mm -hmm. looking at me wrong or doing things wrong to me, then I'm going to get some revenge. I'm going to just be honest with you. It's a human characteristic, right? And it could be a flaw in human characteristics, but no, think, think about that. I think you're right. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, in, in like I said, in the real estate space, you know, you kind of have the, um, you have a benefit by being able to keep what you're doing under wraps. Absolutely. Right. You 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 can buy things cheaper. You can amass more. Mm -hmm. You can shape. You can have control right. of how how a whole community, a whole area, a whole segment of of a town or a city is perceived. And then once you've bought up so much of it. You go ahead and sprinkle a little bit of what you want people to know or what you want people to think out there, right? You can once you once you own enough of it, like right. you said, or once you have identified a trend, mm -hmm. you can then start to sprinkle things out there in the world that you want people to catch a whiff of, right. and then you fuel and fan that flame. Because if you have an underlying, you know, vestedness in the dirt, right. or even in this case, you know, the stock market's a little different. You know, mm -hmm. they can make money whether the stock goes up or goes down. So you can get played both ways. Uh, but, you know, in the real estate space, you got to understand sometimes people will take actions to drive prices down. Yes. Right. So they can accumulate more. And then when people have accumulated what they want to accumulate or feel mm -hmm. like they have a good amount, they'll start to say things or present things to drive the price up yep. so they can then cash out. And here's the thing in real estate and it's in the stock market, too. Just because people aren't selling doesn't mean they aren't making money. Right. Right. Like real estate, you can leverage that. So if somebody buys a piece of property for a million dollars. And it costs them a couple hundred thousand to, you know, do a marketing campaign, spread a little, spread some good news, do some pretty pictures. And they property starts to drive up and people start buying and people start buying. They million dollar property can be worth five million dollars. And they don't have to sell that five million. They can go leverage that, borrow against it. They exactly can pull, what we do. <laughs> pull, 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 pull two and a half, three, four mm -hmm. million dollars out of it and go to work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they don't give you any thanks for what you did. Right. <laughs> like they don't, mm -hmm. they don't send you no thank you card, no thank you note with right. a little check in there. So <laughs> just understand that when, like we said, being swayed, right? Just understanding that news is not just news that has no effect. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you're not it's not just you just getting that news they didn't just put that out there right there's a there's a means and a method to all the things that you absorb Mm -hmm. so that's why you have to understand the space you're in be able to really like when you see something dissect it like look look past it look at that second and third layer you know be skeptical right i'm not saying don't trust anything sometimes we we get there and we're like bro i don't, I don't trust nothing <laughs> but but i'm not saying don't trust right. anything but don't blindly trust right. anything like there is nothing that you should just see and take it as gospel you need to actually say okay this has Absolutely. made it to this level there might be something there let me you know i'm curious let me dive into that let yep. me let me better understand that and i think that's what we're trying to tell you is um, take your time. Don't don't be reactionary too quick, especially if you only see it coming from one area or one source. And if you've never heard of this source before, you know, there's so many new media outlets popping up. There's so many things that go viral mm-hmm. just because they like catch the eye and then always understand like what's getting pumped and by who. Right. right? You got to understand we live in a world of affiliate marketing, of branding, like people get paid to tell you stuff. Mm-hmm. Full stop. They they might not have no other interest or benefit. So you just got to understand that the way the world works now and even before now, but the way the world works doesn't always mean that when you see something on the news, it's meant to help you and make your decisions. Absolutely. No, that's, I mean, that's spot on, bro. I, I couldn't have said it any better because, you know, that's kind of what runs our world. Like as far as what we do, real estate, stock market. There's always going to be a protagonist antagonist. Mm-hmm. Right? There's always going to be those people. So, I, I love it, man, and I think this is very important. You know, we had to talk about it because a lot of people are falling. You know, prey to a lot of mm-hmm. these. You know, vultures. I, that's why I call them vultures. Um, and before I go, before I, I, I had to say this, I'm sure for my people who are watching, right? You're probably looking like, where the hell is Tay at now? <laughs> <laughs> this is home. This is you know we're still I'm, we're in Puerto Rico. We're at the new place. This is, you know, a place that I got for the family because we're bigger now, right? We have a bigger family. So I needed something bigger than the, you know, three beds that we had. So I got us something where else, you know, in Puerto Rico. And, you know, this is, it's a beautiful place. And I wanted to make sure that wherever we got, we had some outdoor space so we could film, right? And it definitely has that outdoor space and we love it, right? It feels great. Yeah, beautiful breeze. We're out getting, you know, some good oxygen. I don't know if you all can see, but the mountains and the rainforest right behind us. So, you know, I'm always looking to get that extra mm-hmm. little bit in there. So it's like, hey, how can we maximize the work, you know, quote unquote work we have to do? So if we're going to podcast, how can we maximize yes, it sir. and get some good oxygen and get some good time, get some good sun? And this is how we do it. So that's where we are, just in case anybody was wondering. Uh, you know, I love to do this just because, one, I know it motivates a lot of people. It motivate, it motivated me when I saw people who looked like me getting to the bag and actually doing things for their family and actually doing things for themselves. You know, maybe you just want something nice. You know, I saw a good brother the other day bought a Bentley, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's it's good to see that. So, uh, so that's what this is. But other than that, if you all have any questions you need us to or want us to talk about any topics or just answer questions you may have, Leave us a five-star review, and in that review, leave your question. We will get back to you ASAP, ASAP. Other than that, this has been another good Get to the Bag podcast on a Money Monday. Indeed. We'll see you all on the next one. Peace.